<laughs> Happy Friday, guys. Welcome to another edition of The Gooch. Episode 12. Uh, episode 12. We've come, uh, come a long way now. Yeah, Dirty yeah. Dozen. Double dip. Yeah, Dirty Dozen. I like that. Dirty yeah. Dozen. Well, we had the 420 special, so it's a baker's dozen. Really. Oh, there you there go. There we go. I Even like better. that. Yeah. I love the bakery. Absolutely. 100%, Absolutely. man. 100%. So we, like, I want to talk about religion. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, like, um... I don't know. Like it's every every episode, we kind of like dive into it a bit, and then we both agree like immediately, like oh, this is dumb. Uh, yeah. But like, why do we think this way? Like, um, for a lot of our listeners, maybe it's like just not spoken of. So I just kind of want to put it out there, you know, the, yeah. the fresh air, and say, yeah, if you're religious, you know, chances are, if uh, if I'm talking to you and like i'm interested in what you're saying and then you say oh and then the bible like you're gonna get that zoned out adhd look on my face like immediately and then it's it's that's that's just that's how i deal with it now like uh i think in the past i used to be a lot more vocal about it yeah like how anti-religious and you know how religion's kind of you know a dinosaur thing of the past Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways um you know i uh and that's kind of why I wanted to dive into it because yeah. we, we just kind of glaze over it every time and we're just like, oh, this is, you know, this is religion, whatever. Oh, well, it's this, a sticky topic blah, because blah. it's like, we, we've talked about it a few times off air, kind of like not going in deep, but it's like, it's a hard topic. Oh, yeah. Not because, not just because it kind of puts us out there as well, because, because I think that people being anti, like not, not agreeing <laughs> with religion have, have gotten a lot of backlash. But I think also because when you disagree with religion, if you do it improperly, what you're doing is disagreeing with something that's like a fundamental piece of that person. Like a lot of the people when they, it's not like a, a belief in like your sports team being the best. It's a lot deeper than that. And yeah, people believe in that shit. Like, yeah, hardcore. like, yeah, like they'll, they would, they, people, there are, well, people kick their children out of their families and their parents out of their families and their loved ones out of their lives for for it they they'll do a lot like the extremes they'll kill themselves they'll kill each other it's it's wow yeah i mean it's it's kind of interesting right because it's clearly it's clearly a core part of the people and Mm -hmm. so when you talk about it it's almost impossible to not for for the listeners at least who are religious to not take it personally and i think that that's the hard part is like we can be speaking objectively about the content of a religion or about religious texts or the actions of religious people that have nothing to do with the, the, the person, the individual who's listening on the other end. But those people will in, inherently just adopt that side as if like that was one of their brethren, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the hardest part. And it's not to say that I don't understand that. I get it. It's just, it's a hard part for us to sidestep because... Sometimes if you were to bring something up that's completely valid, uh, what you'll do is you'll offend so many people that they won't listen to the, the actual part of the argument you're trying to make. Like, I, if your goal, like if our goal is not to offend people, but rather just to go like, why do you believe this or ask questions? I can understand a lot of people that would just get on the defensive, right? So yeah. it's, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a difficult subject to broach, but like, I guess... Probably the easiest way to do it is to start with some of the crazier ones and kind of move in from there where there's a lot more agreement. You know, the Scientologists of the world where, you know, you can look at a religion that, you know, was 
was was written by a science fiction writer, L. Ron Hubbard, who was known uh, for riding around with underage children on his boat, and yeah, and and how he's he's got his most famous quote is the fact if you want to get rich, the fastest way is to start a religion. It's a loose quote, but I can you can find the source online. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean a clear con man designed a religion that has different seniority levels it's a perfect pyramid scheme and you learn more and more about it uh the more you pay wasn't tom cruise a scientologist tom cruise is a scientologist oh i thought he uh, left oh god no no he's the you can't leave scientology (laughs) oh shit (laughs) yeah no it's like the mob hey like once you're in like Oh there's, yeah, there has been a couple now. Oh yeah, there's been a few. There was uh, what's her name Leah? from King of Queens? Yeah, yeah. Leah Remini, mm. and then or Remini, and then Remedy. Re, yeah, I don't I don't know how to pronounce her name, but uh, Leah cool. Remini. I don't know. Sure, we'll go yeah, with that. We'll go that one. But uh, but yeah, there's been a few people who have come out. John Travolta is. <clears throat> yeah, I, no, like, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, and like most of most of what people have uh, have come out with is is. Uh, a lot of stories about how they threaten you. They use your family and your friends and your your uh, the things they know about you to threaten you, which is why there's a lot of rumors that John Travolta has been gay this whole time and they've ha- held that uh, over him, or at least that there's photos uh, that they have that are compromising. Oh my! Yeah, and oh. uh, See, I like conspiracies. I've never heard that one. Oh yeah, no, I'd I'd heard that one. South Park exposed a lot because uh, I mean, look at the guy though. Like obviously, like I hate to say it, like. Yeah. If anyone had a friend that was doing the shit John Travolta was doing, yeah. you know, and like just to be a friend, you'd be like, hey, man, like, I was going on the dating front. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, we, we all know. <laughs> yeah. Like, just chill, bro. It's, it's all, all good. good. I don't it's mind. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe in the 60s when you first started, it wasn't appreciated. Now you're good. Yeah, man. Like, it's like cool. he, he doesn't need to pretend anymore. Yeah. But, uh, oh, who knows, right? Now he's got, like, he's got his daughters and all that. Like, he's got the whole big Hollywood. Oh, fair on, enough. So. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's a there's a whole lot of stories about them threatening people. Leah Remini went and did that whole tell all, and mm. uh, was talking about how her her family was threatened. Her mom was like, "Yeah, you're excommunicated," things of that nature. So it's mm. like, it's a pretty intense one. But like Isaac Hayes was like the biggest betrayer of the of the, the really? Church of Scientology ever because well, so nobody knew shit about Scientology until south park broke uh, their episode trapped in the closet which yeah. if you have not seen it fucking watch it i i don't care if you're not a fan of south park if you're not a fan of south park i mean check yourself but but check, check but, yourself. but but either well, way what are you do? trapped run, in the closet what are you gonna do run for mayor tristan you no. get some phone numbers get yeah some- <laughs> <laughs> check i would yourself. love to but oh, uh, shit, man. but no like that that episode trapped in the closet yeah. is the the first exposure to like the mainstream people mm-hmm. of what Scientology was, and they also exposed um, R. Kelly in the episode. Uh, fucking like sixteen, seventeen years before uh, the documentary started coming out. Well, but, uh, Seth MacFarlane knew about uh, Harvey Weinstein way before anything happened there too right well if you go and watch all of those people you can see like there's interviews with uh what's her name the one who started goop uh gwyneth paltrow where there's like an interview of her in like 1998 and she's clearly distraught and uncomfortable when talking about him and like it's so obvious there's another one with courtney love when she's on the carpet and uh and she was asked i think this is in 2001 or two 
like, oh, you're a successful woman in Hollywood. Do you have any advice for, for any other women aspiring to get to your position? And she looks around <laughs> and she goes, I'm going to get in a lot of shit for this. But if Harvey Weinstein ever invites you on a private trip anywhere, do not go. <laughs> That's what oh. she said on the carpet. Yeah. You can find those clips circulating. It's fucked. Yeah. So people knew they just turned a blind eye to him because he was a powerhouse, right? And this is what happens all the time. Too right? big to fail. Yeah, always. So they just they, they let that shit happen. But Isaac Hayes was uh, the voice of Chef on South Park in the early episodes. Hello there, children. Yeah, he was so awesome. Yeah. And uh, hey, always singing. And yeah. um, and him and Trey Parker and Matt Stone were all really quite good friends. And Trey Parker and Matt Stone are very, like, vocal atheists. They they were in, you know, Bowling for Columbine way back when ta- because they had gone to Columbine school when they were growing up. So, like, they, they were... They were anti-extremism and they kind of, they, most of their comedy is born out of like satire and, and whatnot. So they make jokes about that shit. And so Isaac Hayes had told them, by the way, like if you, like I'll tell you about it as long as you promise to never make an episode. So of course he tells them and they go and make a fucking episode about it <laughs> oh. and he quits. So then there's, if you get into South Park and you know the background of it, the, uh, the first episode where Chef appears after Isaac Hayes quit the show, they uh, use all of the voiceover work that he had done for the previous seasons, yeah. patch it together, and then make him get raped by uh, woodland creatures and mauled apart by bears. Yeah, I recall that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they, they also uh, wrote him off as a pedophile too. Uh, something like that. They yeah. they turned him into the just the worst person. They were like, "There you go. We can we own your voice. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll fuck you." But uh, but yeah, I mean that was, uh, and then Isaac Hayes passed away. Shortly yeah. thereafter, but uh, but yeah, that was like the first world's exposure into Scientology, and it, and and it showed you know how like some of the inner workings of the church, and I have to pay to get le- uh, to the next level. But the basic, belief- I, I just I always wonder what the difference between a cult and a church is. There isn't one, you know. You won't and, see courtrooms ever define them differently. But that that should, as it's set right there. That should scare you away from most religions, like logically. Like the if o- the only difference if, if, is if you can literally say, "Oh, a church and a cult legally, you can't really yeah. see the difference." Like, okay, no. What's the difference between a frat and a gang? Uh, I don't know. I was gonna say one, drugs. One but... lives in a school. <laughs> I was like, Wait a minute. <laughs> no, frats live know. in their frat houses. That's yeah, true. Like, they have gang insignia on the outside of their houses. Yep, they yep. have uh, rituals that you have to perform. They have uh, onboarding, uh, paddling, and all sorts of shit that they put you through. They, yeah. They can kick you out and shame you if you don't follow the rule. The rules of within are no snitching. The, the the funny thing is, is a frat is just a white person gang. <laughs> like that's what it is. <laughs> it's a white college kids gang, oh, and man. and then you've got like the queen bitches uh, that come out of uh, the the other side of it, right? So yeah, the yeah. sororities. So I crashed a sorority party when I was in uh, when I was in engineering. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, they had this uh, shots to the top. They called it. There's this house uh, at the U of A. Lister House, it's uh, like where everybody on campus pretty much lives unless they're married. Oh, okay. And they live in McKenzie House, which is pretty much just behind that. And then there's, uh, yeah, if you wanted to live on campus and be part of the meal program and everything, like you pretty much had to live in Lister. And I remember uh, this one year, you know, I, I got off the bus and 
uh, it was my first year, I should say, and they had all these like pamphlets they hand out. Yeah. And there's like shots at the top tonight at Lister, and they can't really advertise liquor sales or liquor consumption of any kind. Yeah. So like they had like a hockey puck kind of thing. So I was like, <laughs> what hockey shit's going on at Lister tonight, right? <laughs> so like, I, I, you, you know, you show up and like this thing goes on all day. Like it starts at like, I don't know, some people open their door. Like basically in every, every room makes its own specialty shot cocktail. And you go by with a cup, you get at the front door and you just, that's so you, you try crazy. to get to the top. Of the yeah, I didn't. <laughs> but uh, you had to get dragged home. Oh man, yeah, like it was it, like it was a way to get to like meet everybody and shit. Yeah. And uh, that that year, uh, there was a sorority party going on the same day. Yeah, and like shots to the top, like it was kind of weird. It was like Easter; it's not always on the same day because yeah. they have to have it on a certain day. So this sorority got all upset because it was on the same day as their fucking huge whatever girl fest party. And everybody was like, well, how about we all get drunk for free and then go to this sorority party, right? <laughs> and it, it, usually sororities are very, like, you know. Closed. Closed. Uh, but what happened, uh, like, because there's a whole, like, 50 to 70 drunk dudes outside this sorority house for that that were just in the Lister house. Yeah. Just getting, like, loaded. They, they come downstairs like, oh, it's that sorority party. Let's, let's go fucking hit it up. Uh, literally, the cops showed up with yeah. like tear gas and shit because Whoa. there was like seventy like dudes that were just like down to fuck pretty much at like wow. three o'clock. <laughs> but see, that's <laughs> outside the sorority house. That would be the most terrifying <laughs> scene for a woman inside. That's Holy awful. shit! <laughs> fucking seventy drunk predators just that was ready funny. to go. That was funny as yeah is that but why they see, talk about they're rape a fucking gang <laughs> like Jesus. man 100 percent. Yeah, oh 100 like, but that's yeah. what i mean like that that the like the sororities i can't imagine are as bad up here and i probably wouldn't even say that the that the uh what's it called the, the oh frat, not yeah the not, frats aren't as bad because they're not close, as common man. up here not even close right? to the states like yeah the states is really in, quite in canada fun. like we we have a lot more um laws and regulations that oversee uh yeah. frats and sororities just the formulation formation of groups in general yeah exactly but in the states they actually use their student union body yeah uh and they actually petition this these these universities and colleges uh unlike what we do here in canada where we have a student union body but it's just like here's a free book Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. you don't do anything but they're but that's the <laughs> that's the problem with their education system is but, they're stu- they but, listen to their fucking students union and the student union is like we, we need safe spaces we need party zones <laughs> and we need beercade and everyone's like what what what's beercade like what about what about like actual student problems like your health care that doesn't, doesn't wi-fi cover you? and books. No, he's he's not not listening to us. yeah Yes means no. <laughs> not, not finishing that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I like yes. I like yes means no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, as long as so the everything just means no in that. Yeah, context, that's yeah. that's that's honestly what they should be teaching, not not the other way around. So, so anyways, yeah. ab- about but yeah, the Scientology that, I mean, but stuff. it's kind of funny, like like, but but isn't it funny though? Like, because it's just it trickles over to other forms of mind control, and I think when we're when we talk about politics all the time, that's probably why we do dabble on religion because it's impossible to escape it. It's a way of controlling people's opinions. The reason they want those parties small and those groups relatively small so they can control how you think, what you believe in, and they can get 
more oh, sway shit. behind it, right? Yeah, like, good point. And I think that the frats and the, the sororities, that's where the future politicians learn what they can and can't get away with, hmm. right? And I think that that's the scary shit about it. And I think that when you look at the way that Scientology operates, much like a gang, where they, you know, they suppress people. Like, if you were to compare Scientology to... Did you ever hear of the Nexium cult? No. So, Nexium was this cult that uh, was uh, originated in Vancouver. So, it's... It, I think it was... Well, it originated somewhere in the States with this dude... I, I gotta look up his name. Uh, Rainier Wolf or Wolf Rainier or something like that. But uh, this fucking guy who would brand women... And uh, with his, with his oh, fucking, shit. Yeah, yeah, no, I saw, oh, I saw shit. some of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. So baked into this cult, he had two women working with him and I'll have to look into the names or maybe one of you guys can look into it right now while, uh, while we're, I kind of go over it. But the, uh, the kind of outside of it is they work in the, they have control within the film industry. Yeah. And so this guy had a lot of sway in Hollywood and we don't know really how, but he had a lot of sway in Hollywood. And so if you were uh, an artist who was looking for a chance, you would get reached out to, and then you would just kind of owe him. And Yeah, he was branding chicks. And, yeah. But the, fun, the fucked up thing is, like, the, the women that they had testify uh, or, like, come forward, like, some of the women that came forward were like, oh, this is what I wanted. It's cool. Yeah. Well, like, but that's the thing is like what? <laughs> well, that's like that weird Stockholm syndrome yeah. kind of thing, right? Like where Who wants to but, get branded? But like, then here's the crazy thing is I have a friend in the film industry in Vancouver yeah. and he had said that he's like I understood it was a cult, but it's so hard to get your shit made <laughs> that I would have joined it if given the opportunity. <laughs> like that's that's the fucked up thing is like it was a ticket to getting your shit heard. And the crazy thing is, is if you were to follow the way the Church of Scientology branched out, go back and look at that 70s show, and what you'll notice is the people who guest starred on that 70s show... Keith to, Rainier? Keith Rainier, yeah, there you Rainier. go. Helped design the ritual. Ooh. Yeah. NXIVM. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it was Nixium or Nix Nivixium or something like that. Engaged in sex trafficking, forced labor, and racketeering. Yep. Well, claiming to be a multi-level marketing company. But you know what's funny is all wow. of those things are things that the church does. <laughs> right? 120 years so, in prison. So does he have to pay taxes on this shit? Uh, I don't know. He could have probably registered himself as a religion in the States. I mean, they have Westboro Baptist Church there, which is about oh as fucking Oh my goodness, these scars. Okay, did not need to see that shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Don't click on images sometimes. Yeah, no? most of the time. <laughs> yeah most of the time don't click lesson on learned man lesson yeah. fucking learned for for uh two years in law school i was auditing a for the canadian government the case law that interacted with animal abuse cases so oh, i was basically noting them up and content of those things if you like animals will just make you want to die yeah no i it's uh the worst they, they used to awful. have this Facebook video that went around of like the dog barbecue they do in China. Yeah. And there was this one part of the Yulin dog festival. Yeah. The there's fuck? this one part of this yeah. festival where they had this dog like tied up to the roof and they just got a blowtorch and they cooked the dog right there with a blowtorch, like living to dead, all in that frame. And I'm just watching this. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. 
And the guy's like putting barbecue sauce on it or whatever oh. the fuck while he's blowtorching it. I was like, Ugh. yeah, oh. no, like it's the worst. Oh, no. You know, honestly, well, like when prisoners like different than fucking wolf hunters in Canada. Like, like true, honestly, calling wolves, it's fucking like just fuck off these people. Like, especially since most of them are American. Well, yeah, they come up here to hunt. Yeah, because I think that freedom. If, I I think if they're free to hunt, then they they're entering into a game. In which every everyone everyone is available to hunt. The predator complex. I want to be a hunter hunter. A hunter hunter. A hunter hunter. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Just the dude who hangs out in the trees. The Lorax, but a little less orange. Yo, so what I don't ugly motherfucker. Blend in a little better. Yeah. But I mean, like it's it's crazy because I don't I don't really see a whole lot of difference between cults like that and 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 cultish behavior like Scientology and like, honestly, what is the difference between like the Aztec religions where they used to like pull people's living hearts out and modern day Catholicism? Like, there's like well, the rituals are different. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously the rituals <laughs> are a little different, but like the the, the control factor of the masses. You know the the dates on the calendar. Uh, a lot of these, you know, tie into each other. Like the, the well, stories the, are very similar. The you success know, in, in a lot of, of any these religions cult is too. always based on its ability to adopt the the expanding narrative as its own. So, yeah. like if you look at Q, that's like a growing cult, right? The QAnon conspiracy that's going on. The reason why they were as successful as they were. <sighs> Uh, and you know are still successful internationally mm -hmm. is because they are able to basically take the narrative of what's going on in the world and say that this was all something that we knew this was part of it this is explained by us which is kind of like if you look at christianity's inception they were adopting a lot of pagan rituals early on right yeah. like saturnalia and then i mean like even the days of our calendar are named after greek and roman gods yeah. right so, like, you've got Friday as Freya Day, you got Thursday as Thor's Day, you got uh, Wednesday, which was uh, Woden or Odin's Day. So, like, they're all based off of... Thor's the, Day. Thor's Day, man. Wow. I know. Isn't that even better, eh? Yeah, that's crazy. And then you've got Saturday with Saturn's Day. You literally had the Sun's Day. Okay, yeah, right? that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. So, wow. like, yeah, uh, yeah. it's... Uh, and Monday is Moon's Day. So like they um, sure yeah yeah so they they all they all were originated off the original gods and I and, saw this and... fucking commercial the other day and it was like <laughs> Ronald Reagan's like son or I don't know but he he just had this fucking anti-religious whatever I'm just trying to find oh here we go yeah this is him like the the whole the whole like. <laughs> There's this PSA about like being anti-religious, yeah, and like how it's like okay, and I was like, what the like? I, it, it, like I'll, I'll send it to you, but basically, like it's this guy named Ron Reagan, not obviously not Ronald Reagan. He's dead. I think it might be like his kid or whatever. But uh, he's the freedom from religious, sorry, freedom from religion foundation. That's uh, that's what he's Freedom all about. From religion foundation, and it aired See, that, on that, CNN during the Democratic presidential debate. I find it so. See, I think that, I think that's pretty neat. I think it's hard because if you're trying to do make an organization that opposes cults, you're always going to be called a cult. So it's hard to not like because now your brain is looking for it when you're even on the topic. Ooh. So then yeah. when you look at them, you're going to go, "Oh shit, are they a cult?" 
right? Like, and yeah. or at least that's what the religious people are going to do. So they're going to give that as a reason to not believe them. Which so it, basically, like, there's we're going not a back lot of 1400s Salem. You basically have nice. to. I think the education route, like taking over the education system. You don't believe the word of the Lord. <laughs> Well, How yeah. do you like stones, my man? <laughs> what? Well, but it's like I think what? I think that that's why you have to take over the education system, right? Like you always play like the controlling powers all play, always play hide the ball with with the information, and so like it used to be like the printing press was the biggest power ever given to to the people. Mm-hmm. It was the it was the beginning of the end for the 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 dark ages, basically. When when church ruled all because people were left ignorant on purpose to prevent them from ever learning the truth. And they were and, called the Dark Ages. And they were called the Dark Ages for a good reason, right? And uh, the printing press was the power to try and equalize it, right? <laughs> but then what they did was they designed the legal system where people are like, haha, why don't we just, we'll give them the words, but we won't give them the definitions. Ah. <laughs> and, so now, and so now the definitions are all hidden within case law and they don't, nice. give, they don't make the case law easy to find either. Yeah. So they've basically just, they've found workarounds to maintain their power. And then within religion, they just consistently, like they, still try to play hide the ball they they don't encourage people to read the bible right they don't encourage it they encourage yep. they encourage their followers to tell people who don't believe to, believe to read the bible but those are the ones who have already read it most of the and time it's kind of funny like, that uh most religious believers don't understand their own actually religion. read their religious texts yeah uh, i mean i think that's more a christianity thing well, yeah, I mean, Islam. There's, there's a law. I think Judaism yeah, and Islam. Like, yeah, I, I know the, the like, Judaism. You have to study the Torah, and yeah. it's like a huge family affair. Well, and, and it really depends because there's always going to be different sects of each religion. And within yeah. Judaism, I think Judaism is one of the interesting ones where you can actually be a Jewish atheist because within with because Judaism is almost predates. It was a lot more oral. So they had the Old Testament, but a lot of the history and all that was was a lot more oral traditions. Whereas yeah. the Christianity was oral, but they've that that has long since been lost. It's all written now, right? You think Bill Clinton was just going after those oral traditions? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I saw your smirk, and I was like, "What does he have in the chamber here?" I was looking at that too. Yeah, I'm like, something oh. fucking bad is coming out soon. Oh, I said oral. No. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> no, I was just uh, yeah. It all ties in. Yeah. <laughs> Politics, religion, it's fun. Ah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, the, the one thing that, like, I, I still, like, don't understand is, like, how come, like, Islam, Judaism, and Christianity are so close together, but yet so far apart? And then even it, within Islam, there's, like, the, the Sunni and the Shiites yeah. that don't like each other. And like I, I just I don't understand like within within, to, to within me, Christianity it's the Christians and the Jews that don't <clears throat> like each other and that's a, they're both considered well I mean they're all Abrahamic right mm-hmm. yeah but yeah and then I mean there's also subsections of like the amount of Christian branches you could come off oh, with there's God. probably hundreds now oh yeah right like the so I mean it, it and then also you've got a lot of the time when we're talking about Christianity we're talking about American Christianity because if you go to like one of the cool things is one of my friends spent two or uh, spent um, two semesters in uh, Finland. Okay, and uh, when he was there, 
the way that they are taught Christianity is super interesting where God kickstarted evolution. Okay. So when we were talking about how like the, the success of any cult there. is measured by like how it some adopts Prometheus the new information. Shit, just like make some soup. Well, no, like, like God didn't have to make <clears throat> whole man. God just had to make like when you when you said you had the dust and you had the materials, that was it. He gave the materials and allowed yeah. it to grow organically. Like and then you take out that intervening aspect of it. Like you can that's you better. you can disprove a negative. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a common mistake that's out there. It's just it depends on what the negative is, right? So like I can't prove that uh all gods don't exist. Mm. But if you give me a specific god depending on the characteristics they have, I can disprove that God, Hmm. right? And so there is an argument for a first mover, uh, the one that just pressed bang. There you go, right? Like that that two two fractions of a millisecond prior to the Big Bang, that's God, right? So there's ways of of adopting the, the religious connotations. I mean, it would be really hard to think that the powerhouse, like you couldn't really believe a lot of the Jesus tales, like the powerhouse uh, God that can do everything. It's and hard to believe that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, once you believe, like, if you believe in a God that's omnipotent, omnipresent, so omnipotent means uh, can do anything, omnipresent means it is everywhere, and omnibenevolent, which means is all good, those are contradictory. So you can disprove all of those, right? Mm-hmm. So like omnipotent all, all you have to do is ask, can, can he make a boulder so heavy that even he can't lift it? Because that question right there just proves that omnipotence can't exist. Because if he can make a boulder so heavy that he can't lift it, then he's not, uh, he's not omnipotent because he's not strong enough to lift it. But if he can't make a boulder strong, uh, uh, so heavy that he can't <laughs> lift it, then he's not all-powerful because he can't make a boulder so heavy that he can't lift it. Therefore, omnipotence doesn't exist. Okay. So, <laughs> so you, you, it just can't be that's, there. And that's then, an interesting theory. That yeah. is, yeah. And then omni, omnipresent and omnibenevolent, especially together, would mean that this motherfucker is malicious. Because if you're omnibenevolent, you're all good. And yep. either you think what's going on right now is good, or you're a piece of shit. Those are really like, because, <laughs> because all you have to do is work backwards on it. If he was on, if you could... If you had all of the power to do everything to fix all uh, to fix everything and make everything good, and you were everywhere at once, and you had the will to do all of it, then the and we know right now that there it is not all good. That means that you're an asshole or you're not those things, mm-hmm. right? Like those are the only options you're left with. And so I have a hard time reconciling with those people who like. Oh my God, God is so good. I prayed for God to get me healthy from cancer. And after all of these 19 doctors worked on me, I'm finally free from cancer. And at the end of the day, it's like, no, people stopped the cancer that God gave you. (laughs) Well, what if if our perception of, of good is different than what he's seeing? Like, is this, is this some like Thanos shit where he's like, you know what? Too much he life. knows he knows more than too you will life. ever know. Yeah. But but that's the thing is like, I guess and you have bad to go happening to you could actually be really good. Like later in life, else down the like road let's say like you like, stub your toe, like the Doctor Strange approach, where yeah. where like he had to die in order to uh, make it so that Tony Stark could come up with the time travel theory to go back and save everybody. Yes. Okay. So I see one solution. 
Yeah, yeah. So if if the suffering is a means to an end, that still means that you're not omnipotent. You're not powerful enough to just achieve the end without a shitty means. Oh. So like you you're forcing shit shit to happen because you're incapable of making it happen otherwise the one thing that gets them every time you're unwilling to do so like you're going you're going like hard paper rationality and reason yeah and i I like that i I like (laughs) that a lot uh but like i also like the carbon dating aspect you know it's like well have has has anyone ever you know carbon dated the shroud of torrid like, uh, they, 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 they have, this touched they? Jesus, and then they—I I don't know. Well, the cool stuff was look at so. Like, my why, my why favorite documents they? that they that they've carbon dated were like the Dead Sea Scrolls. So the yeah. Dead Sea Scrolls were uh, a collection of scrolls found along the the in these caves along the Dead Sea in the fifties, and by some farmer there, and <laughs> uh, and. They, uh, they got into the hands of a bunch of scholars. And the problem is, is the people who study religion are often religious, right? Yeah. And so they got into the hands of... So basically, all of these scrolls were divvied up amongst, I think, seven different major, major global scholars. And only one of them was an atheist. And he's the only one to have finished the transcription within 20 years. Everybody else, after he published his, everybody else stopped because he basically said, this upends all of christianity so when oh. i've mentioned when i've mentioned joseph and helen as like the predates uh, yeah. as it this was what was found in the dead sea scrolls in, according to this young uh, according to this author so um he uh he has uh I'll, I'll look him up in a second here but um yeah so the dead sea scrolls anyways they had the the scroll of isaiah which is largely what's relied upon for jehovah's witnesses so but it was written on, uh, I think it was a pig skin. Nice. And so they carbon dated it, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, and, and it puts it right into, uh, I think it was like 2,200 years. So because these scrolls were written a long time ago. Yeah, so that's about yeah. the right time. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just looking at the carbon dating from the, the shroud, uh, they put that around the Middle Ages, 1260 and 1390. Yeah, that makes and sense. So it's not even, 0 BC. Even the Catholic no. Church, when they first saw it in 1389, the bishop was like, no, it's a fake. So even the Catholic Church is like, they, yeah, they don't enough. even believe in this thing. <laughs> yeah, and that makes sense. I think that that's... Well, then why have it as a religious relic? Like, that, uh, that, that to me just doesn't make... Like, in, in medieval times, relics were the shit. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. if you had a relic, you were like... But that's they, they teach they teach a lot of these people that magic still exists. You have to actually suspend your like Santa and God are very similar, like are are weirdly connected in the sense that you have to suspend certain forms of reality in order to accept it. And well, just imagine like if relics were actually still re- relevant in today's society. I mean, there's a theme park yeah. in the United States that celebrates a biblical story about an 850 year old carpenter who built a boat in America. To float around with well, no, all I mean, of the animals. I, I mean, more like he didn't have imagine refrigeration. Like, he he had carnivores, carnivores, and uh, and omnivores, and uh, yeah. and all of that with with what you had mosquitoes there with all these other animals. You had birds floating around. Like not only that, like once you flood the earth, fucking all salt water, all fresh water are dead. One of them are. We, yep. caught, we went over that last time, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like the the, the they believe this. They mm-hmm. believe it's the real thing. They believe that this giant fucking boat was made. Like this is you you have to 
You have to believe in magic to believe this stuff. And so I think that that's why <laughs> believing believe in, in magic. In, but that's why they give you these relics because that way you'll believe in something magical, right? I, I, you know, that's. I, I, I all, all I was saying is I wish people were still like claiming relics were like real shit. Because like yeah. nowadays you can't really get away with it. I don't think. Like there's no one out there being like, this is the oh, God of Christ. Oh, there are. Or this is the cross of whatever. You know, I, I I don't. You don't see it on the news. Like no, back you'll never then see it would have been. News. But if you go into like the shit. Well, if you go to parts of the of um, Central Africa that was like a trading territory, yeah. uh, they claim to have have some uh, some sort of I can't remember what it was, but some sort of biblical thing, uh, a biblical artifact that, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is non-existent. But yeah. but yeah, I mean, like these these kinds of things are have been claimed to exist all over the place, right? Like. Mm -hmm. And I think that it sucks too because when they deny access to the world from them, then they're also if they if they do so hold do any we, certain power, like, we have no way of knowing about it. Do so we they troll could, this away? Like I'm just asking, like religion as a whole, like for society to move forward, you need society to as a group see an issue with how things are set up. I I, I almost but, feel like the next generations like for some reason like we're not as religious as probably our parents and grandparents were like my that, that dad wasn't right? religious at all my mother kind of but, but it it almost seems yeah. like it's getting a little bit filtered out as as we go yeah yeah you know there's there's some truth to that it could be a well, natural just as you see as you see non-religiosity growing in numbers you see extremism growing in numbers as well that's from the, the religiosity yeah, communities because yeah. They, they feel they like the world is changing, and that it's shrinking, and they're that conflicts on the rise, right? Yeah. So every time religion, uh, a religion has has met a a power struggle, it has led to a revolution, right? So it's likely to be a really uncomfortable and shitty one because we have nuclear capabilities now. And so that's this is the thing. Like, do we start with PSAs? Like, well, I think are you religious? Well, I don't. Yeah. I I don't think that. <laughs> I think honestly, as you start or anything, it's like well, like or do we just I don't start think a you need troll to get rid of it? I think that there's cool it parts, but it, I think it's not that stupid if you talk about it from well, a from a history standpoint. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Is, is I like the history side of it, and yeah. I think that that's the cool part. Like the way the like. There are people out there that still believe in the God of Thunder or like a legitimate God of Thunder. Very There's true. not a lot of them, but they're they're oh, they're definitely yeah. like no four figure people. Yeah. Oh, for sure, I've met a few. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, my my wife uh, does this troll hogging thing every year with like the Norwegian community, yeah. and they oh, had like okay. two like modern day Vikings show up to this. And like these guys like brought their own like axes and Viking kit no and way. like wore the costumes like it was like larp but a whole new level man oh, yeah. and the guy had mead in the horn like literally a, like an animal horn full of mead and <laughs> he's like you want to you want a sip of this so i was like yes yeah of course uh, yeah it was amazing of it was course cold I'm too it was like the hottest day i was nice. like how is this still cold he's like it's the horn yeah and i was like that's <laughs> That's fucking science, man. Yeah, that's, that's fucking science. So but like, hard. but like the way that comics, trailer, but whatever. 
But like, don't you think like it's it was beautiful and brilliant how Stanley adopted those people as superheroes? They said that these were champions of humanity. They took these gods and they turned them into champions of humanity in a good way. Yeah. I think South Park yeah, that's cool. tried doing that early on. Like, if you watch the first four or five seasons of yeah. it, they had Jesus versus Satan in an actual yeah. boxing match. The <laughs> best part was too is was <laughs> Satan was the only person in town to bet on Jesus, yeah. and the odds were stacked so heavily against him, and so he took a dive, and it was amazing because yeah. it's. <laughs> exactly how it would play out I just like, <laughs> of course uh, you would take the dive to win the money yeah. <laughs> i just like that uh you know there's that there's the, there's the episode where like saddam hussein goes down to the hell <laughs> yeah and then like he doesn't want to be down there anymore because he's like he's just so evil <laughs> so hey, good. is that a pineapple and i, I like how, how how satan satan's just kind of so whiny yeah oh saddam oh saddam <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but it's funny like i feel like if you were to care like islam learned they learned really quickly that they don't want caricatures of their prophet because that is a good way to destroy people's belief in it now what i don't know i think slavery was the only way to get black people to sign on to a white jesus like a white african jesus seriously <laughs> serious blue-eyed blonde-haired white african jesus <laughs> The amount of of highly intelligent black women I have seen checking people for saying stupid or shit out there. Come on, just look at that one. Think for a second on that one. Man. His best friend, like he, he was friends with fucking Joseph and Mary and he's in the Middle East. Yeah. You know the first mention of the Bible? Like the first, like this is, this is not, I'm, I'm ripping this from a comedian. Sure. But dude, like, <laughs> if, if Jesus was white, that would have been his first fucking miracle. Like, <laughs> like, like, he's the only white guy for 400 miles. There's no world in which that's not the only thing mentioned oh. in the Bible. Holy crap. A man of a different color came down. Yeah. Like, not mentioned uh, once in the Bible. No. Well, the, the big reason why. <laughs> white as snow. Christianity took yeah. off as much as it did <laughs> is because during Vespasian's rule, of Rome, uh, he had the uprising of uh, the, uh, the Israel, like the Israelites, yeah. the Jews. Uh, they, uh, yeah, basically, he was at that time. I think what what would today be like an artillery officer, and uh, they had this really high up camp uh, where it was basically determined that no one could siege this. It was so high up that anybody that would try would be murked. But the Romans had such good, um, you know, uh, catapults and artillery weaponry yeah. that they were able to just pummel this whole area and then go up there and, you, you know, just say siege weaponry? it. weaponry? Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> weaponry, yeah. Fucking having a good day, boys. Uh, so, yeah, no, like, the, the, the reason why Christianity got so popular in that time uh, wasn't really because you know Jesus was a cool guy and everybody was kind of you know like following the suit. It was actually the Romans going in and literally trying to convert the Jews yep. to Christianity because it was a less violent um, religion. It had a lot more passive uh, tones. Yep. It also would take the uh, the Jewish young men that were seeing their comrades getting you know fucking hit with rocks the size of fridges. So you know. the coolest part about that is <laughs> just yeah. the silly Jews. So that, like, but the, the thing is, they actually voted on who the figurehead of Christianity should be. 
they were like, well, they had the story, obviously. South Park um, said it was a bunny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was a rabbit. Yeah. The hair men for club or the the what is it the hair club the hair the hair men for club the hair club for men yeah we're both doing it we're yeah both there we go it. it's been a long day but yeah no like it's uh it's just it's just funny that when you go back into history you can kind of see that really anytime they try to implement a religion it's it's strictly to just control a group of people well so the most the most devoted sect of what would have been a uh, a the first evolution of Christianity outside of Judaism was this group called the Essenic people, and they lived along the Dead Sea. So the Dead Sea is considered by a lot of scholars to have been a historic library location. Cool, because they had all these like writings and stuff. And basically, when the Romans d- came in there, the Essenic people threw all of their stuff into the caves to keep it safe mm. from being destroyed. Because the Romans weren't just trying to convert. If you had anything scrolled or written, they were destroying it so that you couldn't replicate it in the next generation of family, oh, right? Oh, shit. So that was the biggest power is to, to prevent you from being able to tell your tale Oh, Romans time. fucked around. Whole, well, whole, yeah. Whole, yeah. Well, yeah. and then it's also important it's like, to point out, do you want to trade with us? Yeah. No? Okay, well, then we're going to kill everybody. Yeah. And like, oh, you want to trade with us? Cool. Well, we're going to change everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they were horrible. You have a temple? Our God's going in that temple, too. Yeah. Like, that's how they were. Yeah. And that's what started that whole uprise. Uh, they had, uh, you know, their seven or eight gods at the time. Um, much more than that, but the eight main ones yeah. in uh, Roman theology. Uh, they went into, you know, the, the Jewish um, synagogue or whatever they called it back then. And they were like, oh, we need, like, Jupiter here, chilling with Hera there, and fucking Poseidon. And then they built the statues in this temple, and then all the Jewish people there were like, this is our sacred space. Like, <laughs> you just defiled it. Yeah. And then uh, the Romans were like, well, you don't want to trade with us, I guess, so we're just going to peace. Well, and then, yeah, obviously conflict, so... Well, I think it's. I think one important thing too is to point out is that the the earliest known inscription of anything remotely biblical about the Jesus story is three hundred years after his death, right? So it's like this is the the longest going game of telephone ever played, Mm -hmm. and it's been re like it's it's been rewritten and redefined and translated and retranslated so many fucking times since then yep. and then taken over by uh heads of churches and then retranslated again for but only taking out things that they want or don't want but i think that it's also kind of interesting to think about the early stories of jesus in the context of where we're at right now because a lot of the people who believe these the the, the jesus myth especially down in the united states um that are currently backing the blue and getting all angry would have been the first ones to call out this, uh, you know, nonsense environmentalist hippie who wanted to heal the, like wanted free healthcare and wanted to, to feed everybody. And I'm pretty sure that they would have been the same people backing the red on the Romans. And I'm guessing that, you know, he had underlying conditions because, you know, most people can stand there with their arms out with a couple of nails in. That's not going to kill you. So there was probably some underlying conditions for Jesus. He was probably taking drugs. I mean, obviously, at the time, with the things he was spouting off, there must have been drugs in his system. So back the mm. red, right? Got to take those Romans. So I, th- I feel like if you were to put that context of it then, you would have a very interesting social debate right now as to who which side people would stand on. Like... 
you've hmm. got this outspoken hippie who's trying to change everything, trying to tell tell basically capitalism to fuck itself. Nice. Right? And the the power, the the ones running the money, the ones running the, the production and the ones running the military said, fuck you. Right? And took them right out. Yeah. Wow. Good good well, very well put. So I think it's kind yeah. of uh that's why I like the historical aspect of it, right? If you teach it in history, <clears throat> you you one of the beautiful things about history and I think the sciences in general is like I'm a I'm like a, a later millennial, so I'm a little bit older than Ev and Adam. And so I, I don't know about you guys, when I was taught about dinosaurs, for example, we were taught that they were scaled. And now we're finding largely that the most of them Many were had feathered. feathers. Yes. Yeah, most of them were feathered, yeah. right? Yeah. I went to a dinosaur exhibit lately and uh it doesn't look anything like my childhood man yeah like, no way no fuck no like raptors look terrifying because yeah. they're like part bird oh yeah and uh you know like i i really hadn't seen that shit you know like because i grew up you know I, i'm not a later millennial or anything but like you watch jurassic park and yeah. shit you know and like growing up drum heller you go down there they, they all thought it was scales right yeah and then uh yeah i went to uh, well, my wife's a teacher, so she keeps up on all this shit. Like yeah. I just whatever whatever I got taught in ninety whatever is what's still yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. still on the floppy disk, baby. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I if I have to access that file, it's like okay, you're back. Build eyes on the TV. This is yeah. what you remember, right? <laughs> and uh, I remember we went to this fucking uh, space and science center here in Edmonton, and uh, we're walking around and like turn the corner. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Right? There's kids everywhere, and I'm like looking at this thing. Like this, my brain just it, it didn't make sense. <laughs> I was like this smoking. Is, you know yeah. what's going on? Yeah. And it had like it looked like a chicken, oh. like a giant chicken. Yeah. With like really fucking muscular legs. And I was like, is this a fucking, is this what the Raptors are? Chicken? No, <laughs> like, literally. They're like, yeah, they're like, well, yeah, no, like they, they, they evolved from birds. And yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, like, I know. And that was that, but that, that's what I mean. Like, it makes sense. I, I'm, not, mind, I'm yeah. not angry. It makes sense. Yeah. But like, and I'm not angry about it. No. I find, but I think that that's what I love about science and history. That is the complete polar opposite yeah. of how people teach religion. That's which exactly is like, it. Science and history, we're allowed to be wrong. But not only that, you go... This is what we know so far. Yeah. Right? And so, like, Egyptology has come a long way from 25, 30 years ago to yeah. now, right? So what we knew about the pyramids and how they were built and all of that, when it, they used to think it was slavery and they couldn't have imagined how all of these giant boulders were pulled. And actually, they found while transporting water on the Nile Valley and putting it on top of the sand actually made it so that you could pull things that heavily quite easily. So they found ways of actually explaining a lot of the information oh, in there. Shit. Yeah. So, but, but that's what I mean is all of these things are evolving and yeah. religion is stuck without evolving. And that's the problem, man. Yeah, and honestly... you have to force them to evolve. Like one of the reasons Christianity grew is because it didn't so much evolve its ethics; it always had power <laughs> and control in there. But what it did yeah. is it adopted the ethics of the people and just claimed them as them, their own. Yeah, well, uh, they were also one of the most prolific uh, explorers of the planet. Yeah, you know the Jesuits, the the missionaries, like the, like it, 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 no other religion did that. Well, it, actually, it, it, uh, the Vikings well, it, did quite a bit, but Islam also because I was say Islam, Islam, yeah. Islam had a lot of interaction with the Vikings. Like the coolest thing is in Newfoundland, really? in Canada. Yeah, in Newfoundland, in Canada, there was a there's a famous Viking deposit there that had Muslim in, uh, inscriptions. So like uh, Islamic inscriptions, not Muslim, but Islamic inscriptions. Uh, uh, yeah, so they were doing really? trade with wow. the Islamic world as well. So the Vikings were fucking insane. Yeah, like straight up insane. 
Yeah. I mean, it's no wonder that they didn't honestly ge- pass down through generation because how do you continue to have families when you're traveling at such like with such reckless disregard for your safety? But like, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Like uh, when you're when you're traveling to such an extreme, you're never gonna you're gonna be a wandering people. You'll be like the gypsies that I come yeah. From. Like, <laughs> y- you imagine like getting into the new world yeah. like back then. Yeah, like being like, you you you'd literally be like the first white guy ever here yeah and then it's just like okay well i imagine they took a lot more of a peaceful approach than uh you know maybe is led on i think they were more merchant and yeah. trading uh than they were you know like burn the they, entire they village to be. i mean if they had been to the islamic world and had taken things there it would yeah. presu- you would presume that they had traded something for yeah. it and not just killed people to get weird letters that they don't understand on, yeah, a, piece, exactly, on a piece right? of animal hide, right? Like, to me, it makes sense that they would be doing trade. And that's the problem is, like, religion was conquering for the sake of conquering, right? Like, yeah. when they when they send people out, like, the word, like, missionary to me is is, like, basically an intelligence assassin, right? Like, they're trying to go and kill the intellect of people far away from here. It's a very specific, like, go on the mission, man. Yeah. Like, you're going. Like, yeah, man. It's, and, like, I've ta- I've spoken with missionaries. Like, it's been, it's been interesting. Uh, they, they, I've most of them are Mormon now, which makes me sad, but yes. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I've had, I grew up <laughs> with a friend who was Mormon, and she was one of the nicest people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting, but, like, the, the family was quite weird, and they had weird traditions, and, like... I think that was it, you know, like... I always trolled the Mormon chick in my class. She'd eat coffee crisps. And then I'd be like, well, you can't really drink anything that changes your, like, your mental state, but you eat coffee crisp, like, every day. Mm. Like, is that, is there, is this, like, some sort of Mormon loophole I'm not aware of? (laughs) Mormon loopholes. You know? It's kind of funny. Is that what they eat for, uh, that'd be, like, a cool (sighs) breakfast cereal. (laughs) Mormon loopholes? (laughs) 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 Oh, that'd be funny. The taste of Jesus in every bite. No, it's, the Mormon it's, Jesus. That's it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, mommy, it's white. That's right. Oh, Mormon. Dum dum. Somehow. Dum, dum, dum. That's crazy. You know what? What got me thinking? I actually got. <laughs> I'll tell you this after the podcast. It's actually kind of funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, we have an email set up now. So we're just going to just gonna plug that a bit. If you have any ideas on what we should record next or you know, any comments on any shows or if you, if you want to be part of our show, uh, you can definitely email us at uh, goochpodcast at gmail.com. Pretty cool idea. No, just gooch, just gooch, gooch just podcast. Gooch at gmail.com oh that sounds yeah. nice and then we can we can have a little chat we can we can have a we can put your comment on the air if you're in belgium i'll i'll, I'll try to understand what you're writing but probably won't <laughs> google translate <clears throat> will be my best friend <laughs> but so uh, word by word very broken yeah it'll be uh, it'll be terrible yeah. but it'll be appreciated uh, I, uh, the author I was talking about, the one that uh, read through the Dead Sea Scrolls, uh, is called uh, John Allegro, by the way, if you want to read about him. John Allegro. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, I think it's called the, the Jesus Myth and the Dead Sea Scrolls or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, 
he's a uh, it's just a, it's a super interesting read you get a very like in-depth historical uh backdrop to it all yeah uh. no i uh i'm pretty well done on the religion topic oh okay to be honest like <clears throat> there's there's not much more i mean we both agree like this needs to change i yeah. i think i'd go more on the troll side of thing where you know i create a religion use all the tax loopholes and then just be a total capitalist asshole with it, but be like totally upfront about it. Be like, hey, hey, everybody, you know why I have this mega jet? Well, you know what's funny is you probably could take over the entire education system because, like, if you were, like, if you started a successful school and your religion was just fundamentally cir- circled around, like, belie- beliefs that we've come to share, I think, throughout the conversations. And you tied it into just being a good person. Like, don't be a dick was the central guiding principle of the school. You could probably take over a lot of education facilities because I think that I think that's one of the things that they uh, they they have a stranglehold on uh, the the controlling aspect of our children. What really bothers me is when you go to like a Catholic church. And you're having marital issues. Yeah. You're supposed to ask a guy that's literally removed himself from the entire female sex, has never been in a relationship, how to be a better partner in the eyes of God, who apparently is closer to this guy, but not really. Do, do you know why uh, priests uh, can't, can't marry? Why is that? And uh, and can't have sex, so um, it's the most capitalist reason ever. And I feel like it's gonna get your blood boiling. Oh, so um, ba- basically, when uh, when early common law was being developed, um, the way that land property was owned is it had to be uh, it was owner occupied. Okay, and so what happened was the the churches were going to lose their property rights to the to the children of the priests if they were allowing them to marry and uh and have a a legitimate child no. underneath and so what they did was they prevented it so that upon death so the the priests have to sign their rights back to the church upon death the land rights go back to the church again rather why than a, as just, a descendant why couldn't of you just do priest. that with the kid because they didn't want they wanted but to be like, able to choose who was going to be the next priest they didn't want just that person's kid but yeah but like why what if like you just sign over your shit anyway i mean you don't have to sign it because over. the they didn't allow loopholes at the time for that at the time it was just that's you, the way it, it, it goes to the next one <laughs> okay so yeah like remember like the rules came out hard and fast and then loopholes were created yes. now now every single rule has a loophole but only the people who are powerful enough can exploit them Truth. right like and i mean every single criminal law there is an exception every single one murder That's tons of exceptions about yeah like murder exceptions oh yeah if you're wearing a military outfit overseas if you're wearing a police uniform domestically and you're scared. Snap. Right? And you're scared. Yeah. Well, you have to be scared. That's really what it is. Yeah. We can say that you're feeling intimidated if you want me to use PC language to protect your innocent little police lives. <laughs> right. Uh, 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm pretty pissed off at the way that cops have been handling shit here. I, I just, I, you know, I'd like to get into that anti-masking bullshit that's going on here. All right. Well, why don't we... Uh, or you want to break this into two episodes? We could do that, too. We have the power. Let's do it. Do it. Okay. All right. Second episode. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> do oh, we, we want to do another hit? Do or we, we have wanna... to pause? Yeah, I'll do another hit. Let's yeah. do another fucking hit. Well, that's the gooch. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We're, uh... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Friday, guys. Happy, Happy Friday. Friday. <laughs>